So just who was it yesterday wearing those black and gold uniforms? Was it just a Halloween trick? Or was it the beginning of treats that will last for the rest of the 2022 season? Let's answer those questions in Datitude. Coming up next. If you're looking for the latest scoop and in-depth interviews on the Saints, the NFL, the Pelicans, LSU, along with the best bets of the week, then lucky you. Along with high-powered, in-the-know guests who cover our teams, Jim Derry brings plenty of datitude. And he'll always tell you the way it is, or at least the way he thinks it is. Where you at, New Orleans? And hello to all my friends who watch the New Orleans Saints exercise their ghost goblins and demons in a 24 to nothing blanking of the Las Vegas Raiders on Sunday. Amazing what can happen when a team with all that talent actually shows up. Incredible, isn't it? Well, for those of you who don't know and who accidentally clicked play on this podcast, my name is Jim Derry, and I am sports betting writer at the Times Picayune, the Advocate, and bet.nola.com. And this is Datitude, episode number 109 for a Monday, October the 31st, 2022. Yes, my friends, it is Halloween, but I promise the treats will outweigh the tricks. Well, I, I, th- I think so anyway. Y'all can be the judge of that. I will share my thoughts on the victory coming up in Derry's Dime, including what I know you all can't wait for me to talk about, the absolutely phenomenal performance by the Red Rifle. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just hold on. We'll get to that. It's coming up. I promise. Also, Dave D. Squared to Corbier is back with us this morning. Let us know how he feels after the victory, whether this is a fluke or it's for real. Spoiler alert, he's just a tad more positive than I am. I'm not going to be Derry Downer today, I, I, I promise, okay? I, there's going to be some Derry Downer moments. But, I mean, we got a lot of questions to answer. I mean, we, we've all had enough of that. I mean, who that should be rejoicing? They should be enjoying the victory. It was like flashback Sunday in the Dome. I mean, it's amazing what can happen when the defense shows up and plays like they played last year. When the offensive coordinator figures out who should touch the ball the most. You know, stuff like that. Incredible. All right, well, before I give anything else away, let's get into Derry's Dime. That is right, boys and girls, it is time to get all the cliches out. Use the Halloween theme this morning. Because there had to have been ghosts and goblins on the fields yesterday in the Superdome. There had to have been spirits of the Dome Patrol out there sacking Derek Carr and stuffing Josh Jacobs at the line of scrimmage and sucking the life from one of the league's greatest wide receivers in Devontae Adams. That has to be the explanation for seeing a defense we hadn't seen all year long. Was that Ricky Jackson? No, it was David Anyamata. Was that Sam Mills? No, it was Pete Werner. 
Was that Vaughn Johnson? Nah, that was really Marcus Davenport. Was that Pat Swilling? Hey, I know it's hard to believe, but that was Peyton Turner. Remember him? He's a first-round draft pick. Yeah, he even had two sacks Sunday. I am not sure whether to just enjoy the moment or be pissed off that it took eight games for him to show up. Just the second shutout for this team since 2017 and the first for the Raiders since 2014. The Saints' defense proved they can play as well as any team in the NFL, no matter who is on the field. And the Raiders' defense, look, they've been dealing with flu-like illnesses in their clubhouse throughout the week. And in hindsight, flying across the country after being sick all week should have thrown red flags up to all the, quote, expert prognosticators, unquote, who predicted a Raiders' victory. By the way, we thought this Saints team would, would win. We said so last Thursday and Friday. But no one, not a single person on this planet, saw this coming. Intensity. Heart. Celebrations, for God's sake. It was a bit spooky, for sure. Dennis Allen even pumped his fist after destroying his former employer. And he didn't say one word about an official in his post-game press conference, nor did he use the sentence, quote, we need to clean some things up. Refreshing, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought that was a, a big win for our team. I thought our team came out ready to play. I thought they competed. Um, I think this is the first time we really kind of put three phases of the, of the football game together. And, and I think that's the type of team that we're capable of being. Uh, we got to be more consistent in being able to do that. But um, it's a big win for us. Um, you know, we get a little bit of momentum. Um, and, and so um, I, I felt good about that, the way our guys played. Coach, I know this was a big win for the team, but for you yourself, um, and also I know this was a number of years ago and this is just another game, but shutting out this team, just give me give me your take on that. Yeah, well, look. I think anytime you get a chance to get a shutout in a in a game, um, I think that's I think that's huge. You know, they're they're hard to come by in our league, um, and uh, you know the the defense was challenged this week in terms of stepping up and 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 playing the way that we're capable of playing. I thought they came out and played with energy, passion. Um, you know, I thought they played with a swagger, which was good to see. It was good to see. So where the hell has it been all year? And offensively, did Pete Carmichael go back and actually read Sean Payton's cliff notes? What did we say following the victory over Seattle a few weeks ago? We said it was clear what the recipe for success is for this team. A heavy dose of Alvin Kamara, Taysom Hill, and last year's defense. We got all three on Sunday. The social media geniuses and many of my friends who clearly know more about football than any coach who has ever walked a sideline are saying this morning, see, I told you Andy Dalton was the answer. I mean, it isn't even debatable. Just look at the stats. You're just a pig-headed clown and a hater. You can't see that, Derry. Hey, I'm not taking anything away from Andy Dalton's performance. But quite frankly, 
It was exactly what it almost always is and what it will be going forward. Nothing spectacular. Nothing that will kill you either. 22 of 30 for 229 yards. Two touchdowns. <sighs> Sorry, I'm a little sleepy this morning. Besides the defense that needs to play top five in the NFL-type defense, and assuming Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry don't come back because why in the world would anyone think either will significantly contribute anything the rest of the season? The recipe for success is to have Alvin Kamara and Taysom Hill touch the ball as much as possible and not have to force Dalton into leading a comeback I can't say with confidence he is capable of. No reason to talk about Jameis Winston. I've explained for two weeks why I think Jameis Winston should be the quarterback. Didn't need him yesterday. It didn't matter. The Saints did use the formula that I spoke of in a big way Sunday. In fact, Kamara and Hill combined to touch the ball on more than 60% of the team's plays. Again, I'm not taking anything away from Andy Dalton. But again, quite frankly, that formula, anyone could have been back there and they would have won. They could have even won, dare I say, with Trevor Simeon playing quarterback yesterday. Alvin Kamara has got to be a huge part of this offense. They have to find a way week after week to have him touch the ball as much as possible. I'm not sure what is tough about this to understand. It was shown again yesterday. 18 carries, 9 receptions, 3 touchdowns. Is he going to do that every week? No, he's not going to do that every week. But he's certainly going to give you the only chance that you have to win football games. And Taysom Hill, on short yardage, is proven. I mean, for the most part, again, the Raiders aren't a, a great defense. But he's just tough to stop, even when you know it's coming. Kamara and Taysom, it's not hard to figure out. Alvin, talk to me about the, the touches, the amount of touches you had in the first half that really helped build your momentum throughout the game. Yeah, I mean, uh, anytime I can get um, those touches in, in, in bunches, and I think early and often, I feel like I can get going and, and really impact the game. You know, that's, I feel like I can do that every game, you know. Um, Luckily, uh, this game I was able to get some plays dialed up that uh, got the ball in my hands, and you know, um, O line was on point. Outside, the receivers were on point. Tight ends were on point. Um, I mean, we came in wanting to kind of just impose our will, like we talked about, just getting back to playing um, our style of football. So, you know, obviously, I mean, it it, it looks like it's me, but it's a, it's a team thing. So, um, it was it was it was refreshing to kind of get that. Um, yeah, I was gonna ask. I mean, you expressed so much passion about wanting this team to get back to what it could be. Mm -hmm. How gratifying was it to be able to have the impact on it that you were able to have today with uh, your first touchdown of the season and then all three of them? Yeah, um, I think Tyron kind of hit on it. It goes into uh, preparation. You know, I think after the Arizona game, you know, I said what I said. Everybody pretty much echoed and, and agreed, you know. Uh, I mean, some of the things we were doing weren't up to par with, you know, how we played around here in the past couple of years. So, you know, during the week, I think that was in everybody's head and it showed during practice. Um, you know, we had a great week of practice um, and we came out here and we wanted to 
start fast, you know, um, started fast, got on them early. And man, it's just when you get rolling like that and, and, and are able to kind of just impose your will, it, 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 it means a lot. So just moving forward, I think we, we if we can keep doing that, we will be where we want to be. And then that's the big question, isn't it? Can they keep doing that? Is this what we're going to see going forward? We talked about how Demario Davis, how Kamara were finally stepping up in the locker room this week, giving speeches, reminding teammates over and over that they had not been playing Saints football, that they needed to get their swag back. Well, they found it. Can they hold on to it, or will we be asking the same old painstaking questions again next Tuesday morning that we have asked following the five losses, or will they find a way to win two in a row for the first time this season? Because if they can, then maybe a big, giant, pumpkin-shaped maybe, maybe then we will believe. And that's my dime. Do it. I mean, great. You played Saints football, quote-unquote Saints football. You look like the Saints that we have seen for much of the past four years. It looked like Sean Payton was on the sideline and Dennis Allen was the defensive coordinator. It looked like the team believed in itself from the first second of the game that they were going to win. I, I, that's what it looked like. We hadn't seen that at all year. Even in the two victories. That not one second yesterday did you think the Saints were going to lose, right? I mean, of course, knowing what we've seen all year long, there were times when you were wondering what would happen when Vegas finally turned it on and got something going. I mean, because no one thought that it was going to... I mean, who the hell thought that the starting Raiders wouldn't cross the 50-yard line? Because they didn't cross the 50-yard line until Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs were out of the game and Devontae Adams were out of the game. Two minutes left in the fourth quarter. Two-minute warning. That's when they crossed the 50. They had 119 total yards of offense when the starters came out through 58 minutes of football. 119 yards for a really good offense. I mean, we're not talking about the Carolina Panthers with Baker Mayfield. We're not talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars with Trevor Lawrence. We're not talking about the New York Jets and Zach Wilson. And we're talking about a really good offense with really good players. And the Saints held them to 119 total yards. I mean, they only got one turnover. By the way, it was great to see the Honey Badger showed up yesterday. So, I mean, they did all this with just one turnover. The key is they didn't turn, the Saints didn't turn the ball over. If the Saints don't turn the ball over, or if they win the turnover battle at least. I mean, this is a team that can. We talked about it before. Including yesterday. They need to win 7 out of 10. It's not a, it's not a tough... It, it doesn't take a math genius to figure out what they need to do. As bad as this division is, it's probably still going to take 9 and 8. 
So they need to win seven out of 10. Now they need to win six out of nine. So you scratched one off. You need to go six and three the rest of the way. Can they do it? The NFC South sucks. I mean, the entire NFC South was wrapped up into about a 10 minute of real time, maybe 15 minutes, however long it was. I don't know if you have the Red Zone channel or I know they switched away from it on Fox. They, they left the Falcons-Panthers game when it went to overtime. If you have the Red Zone channel, you got to see the whole thing. But the NFC South was encapsulated into that final moments. It was an exciting sure, but it was crappy football. I mean, let's get real. I mean, DJ Moore breaks free. The Falcons would be in the Falcons. They allowed a miracle comeback, and then the Panthers would be in the Panthers because they suck. They missed the extra point in part because the receiver who makes this just incredible catch to score a touchdown to tie the game, tie the score, takes his helmet off to celebrate like an idiot. And so now you got to kick a 47-yard or 48-yard, whatever the hell it was, extra point, and the dude misses it. And then he misses a chip shot field goal later. And the Falcons escaped. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I was telling someone last night, uh, a friend of mine I played poker with, you know, in the grand scheme of things, that didn't matter. I mean, yeah, it, look, you look at it in the Saints, would there be a, it would have been funny to see a four-way tie for first place in the NFC South at 3-5. and five. But as far as the Saints go, it, it doesn't mean all that much because you still play Atlanta again. You beat them. As long as you do the same thing Atlanta does the rest of the way and the same thing Tampa does the rest of the way and the same thing the Panthers do. If you can, be, if you can have the same record the rest of the way as those guys except for the one Atlanta game because you play them again, then you then the Saints will win the division and go to the playoffs. It's not it's not a tough formula. They lost to Carolina, so if you're tied with Carolina at this point, you lose the tiebreaker. If you beat if you're tied with Atlanta at the end and you beat them the next time you play them, then you don't have to worry about being tied with them. It doesn't matter. You beat them twice. In Tampa, I don't know what the hell's going on with Tampa. They're a mess. I mean, if I were, I think being a Tampa Bay fan right now would be more, way more concerning than being a Saints fan. They have as much talent probably as any team in the league, besides maybe Buffalo and Kansas City. I mean, I guess you could argue at this point that Philadelphia is for real, and I certainly underestimated them. So, I mean, maybe other than those three teams, Tampa Bay has as much talent as any other team in the league. And they stink. Something going on there. But we see it every year. We saw it with Cincinnati last year. They decided to flip the switch. They were 150 to 1 at this time last year to win the Super Bowl. They didn't win the Super Bowl, but they were 75 to 1 to win the AFC. Made some people some money. Can the Saints be that kind of team? They have the capability. They have the players to do it. Will they do it? Probably not. But 
you know, part of watching a game is you want to feel like your team is playing at at least as close to the highest level of football that they can play. That's what the Saints did. The Saints played yesterday, except for, I mean, offensively, they could play better than they played yesterday. They kind of got conservative. They didn't try a lot of long things, but they played within Andy Dalton's range, and they gave the ball to Kamara and Taysom Hill. And the defense was lights out, and the Saints offense didn't turn the ball over. And the defensive secondary was a nice surprise as well. I mean, Derek Carr kind of stunk. He missed on a couple of long passes that he had. I'm not going to rag on Andy Dalton today. There, there were things I saw yesterday that I could certainly point out and rag on, but I'm not going to do it. I, I'm not going to be one of the. I'm not going to be the guy that I don't like. I'm not going to try to be a hypocrite. He played well yesterday. I'm not. I'm not going to take it. But again, if this team plays like they played yesterday with defense in the the game plan, then it's o- that it is okay if Dalton is the quarterback. I don't feel like Jameis Winston. What I said last week was the Saints were 2-5. and five. They cannot be conservative. They need a gamble. I still feel that way. But if the defense plays like they did yesterday, if Alvin Kamara can be 80% as effective as he was yesterday, if Taysom Hill can be 80% as effective as he was yesterday, and the Saints don't turn the ball over and they get one or two turnovers a game, then they have a, a chance to win this division and go to the playoffs and finish 9-8. and eight. But if, if they don't, then 22 of 30 for 229 yards and two touchdowns ain't going to cut it. It's just not. Again, I said it last week. I'll say it again. I hope I'm wrong. I hope this team goes 9-8, and 10-7, wins the division, and Andy Dalton is fantastic. And he only throws, let's see, well, they have nine games left. He only throws, let's say, six picks the rest of the way. I, I hope that happens. I will be the first one to come on here. My Derry's dime, if they win this division, my first Derry's dime will be will start with, I was wrong. That'll be how I started. Prove it. Lamar Jackson coming into town on a Monday night after the Ravens, frankly, waxed the Bucks' ass. The score was 27-22, but that last touchdown Tampa Bay scored was garbage time, and the Ravens didn't care that they scored, really. And the Ravens didn't even hardly play in the first half. I mean, they were trying to do stuff they don't do. Instead of trying to just pound pound it into Tampa Bay, they, they said, oh, we're going we're gonna to throw the ball. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Instead of letting Lamar Jackson do what he does. And as soon as Lamar Jackson started doing what he does, ball game. Can the Saints defense stop Lamar Jackson? I mean, it's early to get into next week. We want to enjoy the victory, so I'm not going to get too far into it. But it's certainly a pause for concern, and if they can do it, 
if they can beat Lamar Jackson next week, then maybe we can think this team can be something. If they can win two in a row, I mean, it sounds silly. But, I mean, two in a row. That's all we're asking for right now. Can they put two games together in a row? They haven't even done that, really. They have not put two games together in a row. Now's the time. You're either going to do it or you're not. Because three and six, I mean, you're back in the same boat, right? I mean, I don't, I, I will, you know, I don't know how to make it more clear. Who cares if the division stinks? If you stink worse than the rest of the division, it doesn't make a difference. So play like you played yesterday. Don't go into the locker room. Alvin Kamara and Demario Davis need to be in that locker room all week saying, you know what, we didn't do jack. Yeah, we got a little bit of our swag back, but that doesn't mean anything if we don't do it again next Monday. Because then you go on the road, you play Pittsburgh, who's, look, Pittsburgh's up and down. You don't know what the hell you're going to get at Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh plays much better at home than they do on the road. They still got a pretty good defense, and they got a fantastic coach. That's not That team ain't going to quit. You play that team at the end of the year, if they're – 4-12 and 12 going in the last game, I guarantee you they're going to give everything they got. That's who that team is. Then you play the San Francisco 49ers on the road. Did you see what they did to the Rams yesterday? I mean, Christian McCaffrey has now got new life. Then the Rams. They're going to be fighting because they're going to be kind of like a caged rat when you play them. Their defense is going to be all over Andy Dalton. It's going to take a whole lot of Alvin Kamara, a whole lot of Taysom Hill. Will Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry be back by then? Who the hell knows? I mean, why aren't they on IR anyway? All kinds of questions. There are as many questions as there are answers following the best performance this team has put up since probably the Tampa Bay game last year. Don't know what we're going to see. We're going to find out a lot about this team on Monday. I've said quite a few times now, we're going to find out a lot about this team on X date. The problem is you start running out of, we're going to find out, because after a certain point, it doesn't matter what you find out. It's going to happen Monday night in the Dome. I'll tell you this. I know you say this, and you can say this about almost any record, but this is true. Four and five is a whole hell of a lot different than three and six. Just like three and five is, is different than two and two and six, just close the book. I mean, books books closed. You you just start thinking about twenty twenty three. I mean, they, they they did what they had to do. Good for them. But it's close to the same thing. Three and six, four and five. You actually have a chance, if you win this game, to get yourself back to 500 the following week at Pittsburgh if you can win this game. Quite an account. I mean, it could be a turnaround. It could be the turning point. Yesterday, Sunday in the Dome could be a turning point. I'll believe it when I see it. 
All right, let's get to D squared. Um, we had an interesting conversation this morning. He's always fun. And uh, th that's what this is about. We're just trying to have a little fun. So uh, let's see what we get. Dave D squared the Corbier, a.k.a. the common fan, having a little fun with the Taysom train this morning. All aboard! All aboard the Taysom train! Conductor Dave is on the Taysom train! Is that Taysom train running through them haunted houses? It, it absolutely is, man. It's scaring all the other NFL teams, man. They, they're all Everybody terrified. is just, they're just, oh, my God, we've got to play the Saints, and they're back. <laughs> man, I loved all the graphics yesterday that they just kept putting up with Taysom. Taysom this, Taysom that. It was just, oh, I was in hog heaven, man. I loved it. We'll say this. Um, part of my monologue this morning, Derry's dying, whatever. Um, I said the formula a few weeks ago. The formula for winning was more Alvin Kamara, more Taysom Hill, and a defense that actually can hit somebody. Uh, we, got, uh, we got all three yesterday. How'd that man, happen? I, look, I, I don't know what the defense did, but, I mean, it was amazing because yesterday is the first time in recent memory that I can recall arm tackling, that they followed through, that they wrapped up the, 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 the ball carrier and dragged them to the ground. They weren't try to throw spears at themselves and just fly it at there, try to shoulder check people. This was the first time you saw shoulder actual, check. That's what it looks like, that, that they finally wrapped up and finished the defenders, man. I mean, Davenport, that one <laughs> that one play where he got that tackle for loss, like, like he just he's just like, you get over here, just wrapped the dude up and slams him on the ground. I mean, Davenport looked amazing yesterday. I mean, it was uh, finally the defense that we thought we would have from game one showed back up. Now, there's a question is, can they show up every week, Jim? Well, here's the question. Not only my question not and not only is can they show up every week, but where the hell have they been? I mean, I, does it take Demario Davis to give a speech of we're not we don't have our swag. We don't we're not playing yeah. Saints football. I mean, is that really necessary? Is that uh, what it takes to play to play real football? I I don't think so. I I I honestly believe that, you know, they really thought that they could roll the ball out there and just come out and do what they always do. I mean, they they, they bought into their own hype. I guess, I guess it's kind of it's hard to say that, but I mean, the proof in in the way they've been playing is right there. I mean, you know, we didn't get any explosive play as, uh, against us. We also got one turnover. I mean, that was the way the defense was supposed to be, you know, except maybe a few more turnovers. But other than that, it's it. I guess they really believed the own, their own hype machine and were like, yeah, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're that good. I mean, just starting the season saying, yeah, we're going to carry this offense because it's in without Drew Brees. Uh, this is the first time they actually, you know, lived up to all that, that preseason hype. They give up 100 before that last drive that meant nothing. They had mm -hmm. pulled Derek Carr by then. It, did, it, it meant absolutely nothing. So, I mean, we all heard the graphic of, you know, they didn't cross the 50 yard. They didn't run a single play in, in the Saints side of the field until after the two minute warning or right at the two minute warning. Yeah. But before that, they had 119 total yards of offense for a team that had been averaging somewhere in the neighborhood of 28 points. 
the last three or four games. So I just don't get it. I look, I get that Vegas was had illnesses to deal with this week and they had to fly across country. So I don't make excuses when the Saints lose. I'm not going to make excuses for when Vegas loses. But I mean, I don't care if you got a bunch of, you know, guys who are limping into the game who need walkers to walk. To give up 119 yards until the last two minutes shows that your defense is capable of being one of the best defenses in the NFL. And frankly, I know a lot of people are happy, and it's all happy, happy, joy, joy, Halloween Monday. Frankly, I'm pissed off because, I mean, it's been, it's took eight games to show up. Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're not wrong. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, that's 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 the whole thing is just they, 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 where were they to start the whole season? Now, now I mean, where would I, I guess team be if the Saints defense had played, I, I don't know, 75% of what they played yesterday? Where would this team be right now? Well, we'd be first in the division. That's for well, sure. Well, that wouldn't take much. I, I know, right? Oh, my God. That, I'm just glad we're still in it, Jim. We're, we're still in it. We, we are, you know, the. I guess Carolina or Atlanta is the is the most polished turd in the, the whole NFC South. Somebody's going to win this division by default. Yeah. It's going to be, oh, yeah. like, who plays the least crappiest? That That's who's going to win this division. Whoever plays the least crappiest the rest of the way is going to win this division. I, you know, sometimes I think players need that, like, holy crap, it's over. Like, they won't come out and admit that, you know, the season was literally hanging by the edge of its fingertips, that that we were literally almost to the point where, you know, throw, throw in the towel, we just got to finish the season, and now let's make sure whoever's on a contract year looks really good each game doing their own thing. Uh, I think this team finally kind of realized that it's like, Crapper, get off the pot. You know, you, you guys have been talking all this hype. You know, I mean, they, they finally, I think, realize that it's like we've got to show up because, you know, the season's over. Then, then all this whole, you know, it, and it's not like back in our day when the 49ers used to trounce us when we had the Dome Patrol where it's like we lost to an equally amazing team. It's like, no, we got everything looks great on our side, but we just could not get out there and perform week in and week out. Now, can they keep doing this? You know, that does this little win give them more or I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards this win keeps them hungry because now they've got, they've realized what they can do. I mean, it just seemed like they all stepped up because everybody on the defensive side of the ball got called out by name, by name. I mean, you know, the entire, you know, talk radio Print landscape was just giving the business to the entire Saints defense. Giving them and the business. Whether or not they want to, not they were listening, man. <laughs> D squared here on a Monday morning. D squared is here on a Monday morning, uh, trying to bring some levity to just what I mean. It's kind of you got. I guess you got to look back and laugh. in, in some ways, I mean, you, it's the, it's not just the fact that the stat that I gave before 119 yards. For the last two minutes, Josh Jacobs had been the last four weeks graded by pro football focus as the number one running back in the NFL. Vegas had 38 rushing yards yesterday. (laughs) I mean, I just don't get it. I mean, they they were just awful. Derek Carr threw for 101 yards in interception, no touchdowns. I mean, I was listening to experts that, um, and I I put Quotation marks, <laughs> air, air quotes. quotes around the, the friggin', uh, friggin', uh, whatever experts, whatever experts. you want to call them. I, I don't care. But they were talking about how they were talking about predicting this game and how it was a tough pre- 
tough game to predict. And these guys are really good. They they win a lot of games. They win people a lot of money. And listen, to, I've been listening to them for a few years now, and they were trying to predict this game. And they said, look, it's hard to predict the Saints. We don't know which team's going to show up. Because, but what we do like is we like Raiders over, I think their team total was 26. You could bet over 26. Wow. And so they were saying, you know, there's no way the Raiders aren't. Uh, the Saints defense has been no show, blah, blah, blah. And, I, you know, I'm thinking the whole time I was listening to them, I'm like, yeah. Saints going to have to, if they're going to win, they're going to have to win a shooter. They're going to have to score 30, 34. If you would have told me the Saints would score 24 points and win, I would have told you <laughs> you were nuts first. And B, I would have then told you that they certainly weren't going to win by more than a point or two. They, they, Throw the goose egg up there. That that is just beyond amazing. That that they shut out a team in the NFL these days. I mean, that's almost Anything. impossible to do, right? I mean, it's 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 almost impossible to do. I mean, this is the best of the best playing. You know, wh- whether or not I think Derek Carr is hot garbage is besides the point. Uh, they can they are still some of the best people in football that we know, and to shut them down, I mean, that's nothing short of uh, of amazing. I, look. I, Ideally, now they've woken up. I mean, look, Tyran Matthew still hasn't li- lived up to the levels we thought. Davenport sure as hell hasn't. But we keep seeing these flashes uh, of what they're I mean, Pete, holy Werner, man. Oh, my God, dude. It, he's freaking. Pete Werner's playing phenomenal. Oh, oh my God. And he's played awesome. well all year. So it's yeah. not like, you know, he's the only. He might be the Him and Cam Jordan might be the only two that have actually. And Cam Jordan has had lapses, but at least he's in there. They're just, you know. They're doing what they can to stop him. But you know what was cool? I got to see sack dances that I hadn't seen all season. (laughs) I didn't even know some of these dudes had sacked. Like, Anyamata, where the hell's he been? Oh, my God. Did he have a game or what, man? Holy I mean, you have a sack dance? Good for you. I I mean, why why couldn't we have seen it before? (laughs) Maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what it was. They were getting together, doing their dance routines, and they're like, bro, I still ain't done this dance. Well, just keep practicing on your dance. One (laughs) day you're going to get it. So maybe that's what it was. They've been wasting all their time instead of studying film, working on their dance moves. That's exactly what it is. They They finally... They finally got their dance moves down pat. Well, like, good. This for, is the week. This is the bless week. Bless their we little hearts. Bless their little hearts. So <laughs> let, let's do it again next week. You're not going to sack Lamar Jackson like that. Oh God, yeah. I, I you know, we're going to have those soft coverages. Those, those, you know, like uh, the what, forget what the hell they call them. Where it's like you, you don't want to brush everybody because you because he can squirt through. <laughs> I mean, it's just well, like he's just. You the know? funny thing is, as good as Lamar Jackson is, he doesn't have a running back worth a damn. Yeah, okay. yeah, he doesn't have a receiver worth a damn. So we shut down Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams, and we'll probably let Devin Duvernay go off for 163 yards. And <laughs> I don't know, Gus Edwards is hurt, so I don't even know who else is going to run the ball for them. I mean, some dude you never heard of is probably going to rush for 100 yards. Maybe they'll I mean, re-sign uh, Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. <laughs> they, he used to he used to play for them. Remember after we after he left here? Well, uh, he's a bad hurt. joke. He's, I, I was going to say, a, what, did I bad miss, joke. Did they caught him after the game? Did I not? <laughs> I mean, I know he was hurt. Did they caught him? Did I miss something? Like, trust me, Jim. You know I ain't breaking any news stories here. All right? I well, I don't know because I'm old and I forget stuff. So I mean, <laughs> it, it could have happened last night and I didn't even remember. So I mean, I didn't even realize the Pelicans were playing yesterday until I got the alert. Hey, Zion scored twenty and oh my Bell god. Went, huh? How'd that happen? Who's this Pelicans team, man? I don't know. Lord. Um, Here's my great day for New Orleans sports. It really was. Here's my second question to you. All right. Are you? I had. I had. I knew. I I knew when I went to poker last night. I knew it was coming. I braced myself. I had to sit in the car for about five minutes before I got out and walked in. I knew it was coming. How about that 
Andy Dalton now, baby. Oh, God, man. Andy, Andy Dalton, you, you just you poo-pooed all over Andy Dalton. He was awesome. Uh, yeah, great. He was awesome. But who, who, who was carried the ball? 22 of 30 for 229 yards. That is phenomenal. Yeah, for, for someone in his age bracket, yeah. I mean, you know, he's still getting that AARP discount. I mean, it's great for him. I'm happy for him. He no, can go look. to dinner with us at 5 o'clock. <laughs> Andy Dalton. Look, yeah, sure, he's a great quarterback, you know. And, and the thing is, like, I, I did – it was a slight head-scratcher as to why they didn't put Jameis in. But I'll tell you one thing that I saw yesterday that really I think might have pushed uh, Dennis Allen over the line with, with Andy – was the rapport between him and Olave, man. Him yeah. and Olave seem to I be on the same that. page. They are they're on the sidelines getting all chummy chummy. And I think Jameis never really kind of built up that rapport. He's yeah. always been with the third stringers. God bless him, you know, but like like Traquan and all the guys that we had hope in, that's who Jameis used to practice with. And so they're not living up to expectations. And you're seeing what Andy has done with Olave. And my God, Olave. You know, so I, honestly, I think that had more to do with than the fact that and because Andy Delta made a few questionable decisions, as usual, uh, that just sort of happens. I mean, it happens. He's not the greatest quarterback, but he's the best we have right now on the roster. Uh, can James? Oh, I disagree, sir. But that's well, that's why well, I have you on the show. Yeah, right, right. Well, you know, I mean, look, where, where is Jameis? You know, so that, that yeah. that's I know where, where Jameis is. is. I, on the sideline cheerleading. Talking- I, I gotta say though, I, I've almost started to turn around in in your. I, I almost think, not quite, but I almost think the Saints would be better off to take some hell at quarterback. <laughs> not Look, quite, man. Not quite, no, but I'm close. I, I I think it it would be good. I mean, you know what? What I don't like, and, and it doesn't make a lot of sense, uh, was that. You know, when we're trying to do those two-minute drills, if we don't have enough timeouts, we can't use Taysom in those packages because he's going to drop the ball. He's going to take the ball and run. So if if he can't get out of bounds because he's a north-south runner, you're going to have issues with, with time. So, like, I, I remember what uh, yeah, like my son, my, my nine-year-old, goes, why isn't Taysom in? We're trying to score. I'm like, you know, son, I don't know. But then I, we, we had two timeouts. Know. I don't know. <laughs> but there we go. But, I mean, look, uh, I, I still – you know, I, I try to temper my my love for Taysom Hill with some, you know, sense of of sanity where it's like he does kind of, you know, not put enough oomph on the ball on some of those deep throws. We've seen that before. But, hell, you know what? I mean, if Andy Dalton is going to keep throwing a whole bunch of picks, you know, I mean, look, he didn't well, do it this game. He didn't do it, you know, but. More than half the plays, well more than half the plays involved. Alvin Kamara and Taysom Hill. Yeah. Oh my God. So, I mean, like Taysom had had a had a, had more yards per carry than Alvin Kamara. Of course, Alvin had what twenty way more touches. I mean, well, I mean, if you talk about just rushing wise, Taysom was six point one yards per carry. They couldn't yeah, stop him, but nobody can. No. So right. why? I mean, they finally figured out you needed to hand him the ball at least. He needed to <laughs> run the ball at least ten times a game. He got it ten times a game. It's the formula for winning. I mean. They can't, and then they did a third and one without him. They ended up getting it. They handed it off to I don't remember what they handed it off to Kamara. Dwayne, it was was it Dwayne Washington? Oh, no, they no. did. Enough, they did one with Dwayne Washington, but they also handed it off to Kamara on third and one. Yeah. But I mean, they well, couldn't stop. They couldn't I remember stop watching that play going to it anyway. I remember watching that play going. Wait, who the hell are we going to use as our bowling ball? Because Kamara's not a bowling ball. Ingram was out. You know, Dwayne Washington is good, but he's still not that bowling ball that can get you that one yard. All that leaves you with is Taysom. 
So, yeah. but hey, look, you know, they, they, the Saints have made some questionable offensive calls all season long as well. So maybe the coaches finally got their crap together. They were working on their post-game dances in the locker room, you know, so like that maybe now that everyone has their touchdown dances and wind dances and set and choreographed. Yeah. And they, as soon as they got all that, then we'll be good to go. So I think that's what happened that this week they finally got all their choreographed dances down. And now it's nothing, nothing but Super Bowl or bust now, baby. Oh, I mean, now they can start writing their own Super Bowl Shuffle song. Oh, I, I miss those days. The Super Bowl Shuffle. We ain't here to cause no trouble. <laughs> McMahon and, and those headbands. We need somebody with that kind of style again, man. We need the punky QB. We do. All we got is a stylish, redheaded, just <laughs> red average, rocket. just whatever. You know what's you funny know what is that, that you know what you're going to get. My son plays in, in, in the Drew Brees' football, flag football league, and Andy Dalton was at one of the games because Andy's kid is in that league as well. And I all he's my, a super nice guy. No, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, and, I've, only, know, I've like only been my, in the same room with him like four or five times, but he seems like a nice guy. No, he is. You're like, like my, my players ran over there, and they're like, hi, Andy, hi, Andy. Well, now we uh, – the kids at their, during the game, one of them goes, is Andy Dalton here? I'm like, I don't think so. You know, he's got a game tomorrow. They're like, hey, he's a bum. I wouldn't want him here anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't want the kids saying that. I don't want the kids I, saying I that. I did not put that in their heads. Uh, but I'm, they I'm were right. mad. The kids were mad because he kept throwing interceptions. So, but my kids, yeah. my, kids my, my team has no room to well, talk. Well, he did man. throw we're six touchdown passes last week. He did. He did. Against Arizona. I mean, two of them were yeah. the wrong team, but he still threw six. Oh, my gosh, shut up. <laughs> I hate you. I mean, look, I'm not going to get on him too bad. They Look, they, he did. He played well. I'm not going to give yeah. him. He played, but he played Andy Dalton well. 22 of 30 for 229. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. He didn't I mean, lose you okay. the game. He didn't lose you the game. Right. I mean, it's okay. I mean, he did what I said he was going to do. He played okay. He was yeah. fine. Just whatever. But I think this team needs more than just okay, whatever, fine the rest of the way. Yeah. They're yeah, three and well, five. I mean, they, they, well, you, look, the defense, if they keep showing up and doing what they're doing, if they can get some more turnovers. Well, that's true, but I ain't expecting that. If well, the, if, I, I, if the I, defense I, plays like this, then Andy Dalton's fine. I don't yeah, have a exactly. problem. Exactly. Well, that, that's my point. I mean, that, like, if the defense actually scores us some points and actually shuts down the other team, then we can afford to be just basic average offense. I mean, then we can be okay with Red Rocket and Taysom coming in and winning the game for us, you know? I mean, that's that's where we're at. I mean, the offense is not that stellar. I mean, we've got some great flashes like with Kamara. I mean, geez, where the hell's the rest of our team, man? You know, well, they're all Mike hanging Thomas. out with Michael Thomas. Oh, my God, dude. What, what's up with that? I, can I'm, you I'm, explain to me why he's not on IR? I have no freaking clue. because Jarvis? I, I I, dude, I was not. I was not excited about Jarvis Landry coming here. But he's like, oh, David Landry. I, I gotta admit, dude. I was. So I yeah, was well, wrong. I never was because I'm wrong about that one. I, he, come on, he, he didn't even have a good team. He didn't even have a good season when he was playing for the suck ass Browns. Come on, man. I mean, look, Jarvis is. He was great in college. That we know for a fact that does not translate. Oh to no, the NFL. no, no, no. Come on now, Jarvis I, no. has been a very good professional receiver. Yeah, okay, he's been okay. He's been okay. He ain't been I mean, great. He's, he's, is, is he Jamar Chase steady. level? No, yeah. no he's not he's, Jamar Chase level, but who is? Exactly. Uh, well, a, a few. You know, Mike Thomas when he's freaking healthy and out there. You know. Oh, he's a, he's, <laughs> you were going to say it. You I were was. Say I, it almost, I, I, I almost, almost said it. Uh, uh, he's a little, little 
something or other. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that 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 thing. Something or other. Yeah. All right. Uh, look. Uh, so, what do you think about the Ravens? I mean, you think this is? Uh, do they do they continue this? I mean, uh, look. I almost I almost say I don't know where they're going to win or lose. I'm not I'm not I'm not giving any spoiler alerts today. Look, are they going to play with this same level of football? I mean, if they play with the same level of football, they're going to win. Are they going to play with this same around the same level of football on next Monday night? I'm going to say yes. I am. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say you're, yes because you're optimistic I, and confident. I am because look, I, I think we've see, they know how bad they've looked the entire season. They know. I mean, now well, how could they not is, know? You'd have to have a because be a blind they're, they're, donkey they're with your head giant two paychecks. feet in the sand. They're cashing these giant paychecks. Where the hell do they care? They're like, oh well, you know, they're they're they're, they're wiping they their tears with their, their record bills. on. They should stamp their record on those paychecks. Well, I every think time you get a paycheck. That you must have happened. Two and five stamped on there. <laughs> you can't cash it until you look at the pay stuff. I oh know it God. comes in digitally. It goes straight in your bank. I'm not that old. I understand how that works. But they should have to look at a pay stub. No, they a put a hold on it. Two and five stamped on it. Wait, 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 they put a hold on it when they, they electronically deposit it. They put a hold oh. on it, and it says you must get to a 50-50 win percentage before you can access these funds. Put in a little savings account, and that way it gains interest. But you can't you can't access your paycheck until you hit 500. That, 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 better yet, it. I got a better idea. Wrap it around a football, and they actually have to catch it <laughs> before they or, can catch If they, you don't catch the football, you can't cash it. Yes. All right. I like, I like would, where this is heading. That would be interesting. And then you that can put be. that on Sundays instead of the crap we've been watching before <laughs> this week. I think they'll come back, though, Jim. I, I, I think now they realize. I, I, I think they had their come to Jesus moment. You know, after really? we got embarrassed on national television, I think uh-huh. they had their come to Jesus moment. We're going to be back on the national stage again on Monday. And they, they cannot and will not afford or let themselves be embarrassed again. So oh. there we go. Well, I don't know what the Las Vegas version of Datitude is, but I want to go listen to that show this morning. Oh, God. Can you imagine? We got Jesus our ass kicked yes. by the Saints. <laughs> that trash defense of theirs actually, what happened? They shut us out? That's embarrassing. They, it's Bounty <laughs> Gate all over again. I got to go find that one. <laughs> I, I really do. I think I'm going to go look for that this morning. After I'm done with my show, I'm going to look for the or the, the Raider-tude or show or the Ratitude. <laughs> Ratitude. Ratitude. <laughs> 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 Go <find> it. <laughs> uh, what's going on with your show? Uh, D squared is every Sunday night or at seven o'clock on yeah on News Talk ninety nine five WRNO. So uh, I actually had uh, Aaron Menke on uh, le- last night. He's the, the the host and creator of the podcast Lore. Now I don't know if you know what Lore is. It's like this haunted, spooky podcast that do it. Okay. Gets- Five million subscribers a month, and that was Damn. that was yeah yeah. I think he's at like eight million now. That's only um, like that's only like four million, million more than nine thousand. <laughs> so he's really cool. He and I kind of hit it off. Uh, so and then next week I got uh, I got Zach McGowan. Oh my god, that dude is like the king of the B movies. Like he was he played Scorpion King and Scorpion that's not King McGowan, three. No, no, no. And he's not related to Rose McGowan either. (laughs) But he he has done like every second or third installment in major franchises when it goes direct to DVD. So, What does he do now that they don't have DVDs anymore? uh, He takes pictures uh, with his family without his shirt on because apparently he's he's good looking and that's all apparently what they need from him. I don't know if he can act his way out of a paper bag, but I'll find out next week. 
Well, if the Saints go to the playoffs, maybe I'll take a picture with my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> no, please don't do that. Don't do that. I'll have people rooting against oh, the Saints. God. So, yeah, follow us on Facebook at The Week in Geek. Twitter, we're Twig Radio. Instagram, The Week in Geek. And, of course, you know, we're always on that iHeartRadio app. Click subscribe, download, listen to it. comes out every week. There you go. The week uh, I may do a Tuesday show next week. You want to you join me? Yeah, sure. What the hell, man? All right, we'll, we'll be in touch on Monday. Um, I think I'm going to do a special Tuesday show just to let people know what I think about whatever happens on Monday. I'm not, I'm not going to make any predictions today. Well, I'm, okay, I'm well. going to let this, I'm going to let this, I'm going to let it savor, let it soak in. Yeah. I predict we're going to win. 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 We're going to lose. We'll see what happens. Talk to you next week. Later, bro. <laughs> Having fun. That's what we do. All right. You've heard enough. Halloween. What are y'all going to do for Halloween anyway? Are y'all going to be anything for Halloween? I mean, I was trying to think of what song we're going to have. I mean, it's too easy to do like Monster Mash and stuff like that. I mean, I, I was trying to think of some kind of theme that went with the Saints. And I, this is the song that I came up with. It's going to be stuck in your head all day long. And then the, the Saints finally exercised the ghosts. They were busting them ghosts. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. And I, you know what else I'm not afraid of? Picking a winner. 28-12. This, I went 4-1 and one again, boys and girls. If you're not following the Thursday show where I'm giving winners, Uncle Big Nick is, is doing okay, but I'm rolling, and we have fun with the Thursday show. You better listen. My NFL Best Bets comes out every Thursday. It's going to be a weird week. Uh, Jeff Duncan's going to be live on Friday, but he's also going to be live on Monday as we preview the Saints-Ravens, both Friday and Monday. Uh, so that's what we're going with. No reason not to. Um, and then we'll have a, I think we're going to have a special Tuesday show next week to review. So it might be, I think there's four datitudes next week. You're just going to get datituded out. You, you can never get enough datitude this time of year, right? Yeah. Well, that is going to wrap it up as we go busting out of here. Um, look. I want y'all to have a happy Halloween, but don't be one of those cheap asses. If you don't have kids anymore and you don't care about Halloween, don't turn the light off and don't give can- you're not going to give candy to boys and girls. What's wrong with you? Go buy some damn candy. Turn the light on. I mean, don't be Scrooge. It's about the kids. Have fun with it. Let them have fun with it. And we'll talk to you on Thursday. Have a happy Halloween. All Saints Day tomorrow. That's right. Saints turn, what is it, 55 years old? Holy smokes. We'll see you Thursday and Friday. Enjoy the week. Peace and love, my friends. If you're all alone, pick up the phone and call.